Welcome to The Founder's Mentality, a startup podcast. My name is Josh Feedy. I will be your host on these shows. I've brought together some of my friends to discuss what it means to create a business, to take an idea and build your dreams. In the sixth episode, I'm going to be bringing a good friend of mine, Tyler Olson, into the conversation. Tyler is a serial entrepreneur here in Minnesota, has started many, many businesses and currently has many going. And uh, this is going to be a very interesting conversation for all. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Founders Mentality. This is episode six. I'm moving on to the second hand now with the numbers. This is really exciting. Um, and I have sitting across from me, um, somebody that I have been networking with and has been advising me for a year and a half, I think at least now, um, this is somebody I really want everybody to get to know. So Tyler Olson, do a really quick introduction here of yourself and what you're up to and what you've done. Well, first of all, thanks, Josh. <clears throat> Appreciate the opportunity to be here today. Yep. I enjoy doing podcasts and vlogs and, uh, this will be a lot of fun today. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. thanks for the invite. Yeah. I I'm a... I'm a serial entrepreneur. Yes, I you are. enjoy the process of starting a business and all the different challenges that go into figuring out how do you solve a problem, solve yep. a need. Yep. And um, uh, so when I was a, a kid, I was up my grandparents' cabin at the age of 12 and yep. the family next door said, we need a teenager to fix our computer. <laughs> and I thought this was a problem. I said, well, I'm not a teenager yet, but I'm sure I can fix your computer. Yeah. And so I went over and I fixed it up and I said, what do we owe you? Well, I've never been paid before. Well, what do you like? I like brownies. So the first time I got paid as an entrepreneur was in brownies up at the cabin at 12. Are you still <clears throat> accepting brownies? Uh, always. Okay. Always. Okay, good. Food. I, I can yeah. easily be bribed with food. Nice. Uh, I put that out there. It's on the record. <laughs> so uh, through middle school, high school, I had a, a digital photography business back when nobody had digital cameras. I had a mailbox painting business, a dog walking business. Yep. I had the IT business. Uh, I got to college. I had an airsoft gun dealing business. I don't think it would fly today, but I uh, probably sold a thousand airsoft guns on campus. Yeah. Um, I had a cardboard box business where people needed boxes when they were moving in and moving out. And right. I went down the street, found some free boxes at Kowalski's, yep. brought them to campus and sold them for $3 each. Nice. Made a few grand in, you know, literally study exam week. Right. So that was fun. <laughs> uh, lots of great experiences along the way. Today, uh, I've got a, a social and search marketing consultancy called yep. Modern Foundation. Okay. We actually just hired a CEO a couple weeks ago uh, to help run that company. So I'm excited about where that's going to go. Um, allows me to free up more of my time to focus on other businesses I've recently started. So I've got an Airbnb management company. Uh, last year for the Super Bowl, we had 12 properties downtown Minneapolis. Yep. Uh, we just expanded into Colorado, so I got my first place in Vail. <laughs> uh, you know, really, that business is turning into a management company, helping other people make more income off of their, you know, investment real estate okay. uh, properties. Yep. And yep. so that's fine. I've got a car sharing business, so I've got some cars to rent out. Um, I've got a speaking business, and I'm working on a cybersecurity academy idea I have. So, uh, wow. Uh, it's it's a lot. Can we add anything more to that list? I, you know, Honestly. I think I'm good right now. Are you sure? <laughs> I think I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So to say serial entrepreneur is clearly <laughs> an understatement with this one. Um, and that's fine, right? Um, and I think that that's one thing that we, we both share is um, the shiny object, right? Um, yes. There's always these ideas floating around and it's really hard once you 
have that thought and you realize that there's some place that you could make an impact and maybe make some money, mm -hmm. um, uh, you want to go after that, right? Mm -hmm. um, so now that I know you own all those cars, though, in Vail, can I borrow a Vail property and a car at some point? I Is think that... we can make something happen. Okay, I'm cool with that. All part, right. Part of the, we are talking about like why we start businesses a minute ago. Right. And so like, I like to ski. So right now, get this. I have a free car at yep. the airport. Yep. I have a free place to stay. Yep. The cars when I bought them came with free ski passes as a marketing promotion. Okay. So I get free ski passes. So all I got to do is buy a flight. And oh, by the way, on Cyber Monday, you can buy flights to Colorado for like 20 bucks. Wow. So I buy about four of those every year and it's a rough life. This is great. <laughs> I actually recently read an article and I wish I could remember where I read it, but they were talking about um, just the younger generation and the newer ways that they're finding to make money. And they mm -hmm. actually cited things like car share services and like Airbnb, right? Mm -hmm. And you've really capitalized on a lot of those things. Mm -hmm. You made some really smart and really aggressive moves. I remember when you were buying those condos for Super Bowl, <laughs> looking right over at the stadium. I think you were at the time you were like, I think I'm going to buy four condos today, like right now. I remember you were at an event and you were wearing shorts and you were like, I need to go. I'm moving tonight. <laughs> right. And I, and I thought, wow, that's entrepreneurship yep. at its core. Yes. Right. I mean, dudes hustling yes. and making things happen. Look, the, the main reason I wanted to have you on here is one of my, um, is one of my first guests is because you've been incredibly impactful for, for me in my learning and education while I've been building my product, Thanks. we started talking about it literally before I even had a design mock. Mm -hmm. It was just an idea in my head mm -hmm. that I needed some advice on. I didn't even know you at the time. I don't even remember how we got connected, honestly, um, but I'm really glad we did. But I always tell people that the number one thing you need to do is align yourself with people smarter than you and, and to build your advisory group, right? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be an official advisory group mm -hmm. in the beginning. Mm -hmm. At a certain point, obviously, you're going to build those advisors. But mm -hmm. what I would love to know from you is who have some of your advisors been mm -hmm. in your lifetime? Mm -hmm. I've had um, several advisors, mentors mm -hmm. for many years. <clears throat> I, I feel very lucky that I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. Yeah. And so my dad's been a major impact on my life. Uh, he's started many different businesses through his years. Okay. He's been in financial services now 30 years. I remember being a kid, he would speak at these conferences with thousands of people and right. he had me do the tech stuff. So I was in charge of the PowerPoint <laughs> and the, he, he liked uh, jock jams. So jock uh, jams. Yep. That's how you get a to, crowd going. Every time he went up to speak, <laughs> yeah. let's get ready no, to rumble. No, we're not doing <laughs> so, that. That was funny. Um, <laughs> But oh, so so fast forward, I was competing in the Global Student Entrepreneurship Program okay. in 2007, okay. and one of the judges was from Minnesota, and somebody said, I think you should go talk to that guy over there, Shane Erickson. Okay. And yep. so uh, I met Shane, and through this EO, EO Accelerator Program, I joined EO Accelerator. Shane became my official mentor in this organized program that yep. EO has. Yep. Okay. And uh, Shane, more than uh, anybody else, has impacted my life in the business world. He's introduced me to... Uh, investors and mentors yep. and helped me solve problems. Yep. I've learned an incredible amount uh, from Shane. And so Shane's now been a mentor of mine for I think about 10, 12 years. Wow. And so wow. Uh, I see him monthly. We talk almost every week still yeah. this many years later. Yeah. Uh, learned a lot from him. I've also got Michael Lacey, Matt Meantz, 
David Hellstrom, Mark Jassen on my board with yeah. Modern Foundation. Okay. So every month we have a board meeting yep. and they've given an incredible amount of time and value and money into yep. the company. And so feel very lucky to yeah. um, have them connected. Yeah. And I think the one thing that you said, that's just, um, I know we shared this passion in Minnesota. There is so much help in this ecosystem for there startup is. founders in oh, Minnesota. So much. Um, and the thing about it is, uh, once you've found an advisor that is giving of their time, mm -hmm. you want to pay that forward. Yes. It doesn't just stop there. Mm -mm. And that was the big thing for me personally. I was always very, um, involved in the startup scene for a very long time now, but it was more internal, right? It was just, I was focused on me. I would go to the events just to kind of see what other people were doing, but, mm -hmm. but I wasn't really there to help. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I think what it really took for me was to set myself apart as a thought leader in a space that I'm in. Mm -hmm. And once I did that, people started approaching me. Mm -hmm. And then I had the willingness to give back because other people had given back to me. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be where I am today without the people that have helped me. You're one of them. Mm -hmm. um, and so I consider that something that's very, very important. And that's what I love about Minnesota and the startup scene. You're super involved in the startup scene. And you mentioned EO a little bit. Mm -hmm. They recently just had their rally, which yes. you invited me to the last one. And that one changed my life. Mm -hmm. And I was intending to go to this one. And I was speaking at an event the same night. Can't do everything. I can't do everything, <laughs> but I try. Not yet. Um, but talk a little bit about that group mm -hmm. and, and the various groups that you're involved in in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Yep. So EO has been the best investment of time money I've ever made in my life. Okay. And nothing comes close to second. Uh, EO has a program for uh, smaller businesses. So EO is for founders, majority owners of businesses doing more than a million dollars in revenue. Okay. There's about 15,000 members in the world, about 50 countries, 150 chapters. Minnesota's got close to 100 members and it's been awesome to yeah. have a small group that you meet with monthly for a half a day mm -hmm. and you put cell phones and emails aside yeah. and literally focus on each other and help each other grow business faster. Yep. Uh, uh, and it involves even the personal life. You right. know, entrepreneurs have a lot of the same personal problems and relationship <laughs> problems. Yes, and so, we do. <laughs> um, having a group that you can have full confidentiality with yeah. to share, you know, I don't know how to make payroll next week. Right. And right. to be able to have that conversation with other people who've been in the same spot and yep. learn what they did yep. to overcome those challenges, or when you get your first, you know, quarter million dollar deal, right? You know that that excitement, right? You know, if you tell your your normal non entrepreneur friends, right, they think you're a millionaire, right? And that's <laughs> right. not quite how that works. <laughs> it doesn't. No. So, and then Accelerator is their small business program for those under a million. Typically, you start at about a quarter million in revenue, and okay. it's an accelerator to get you from a quarter million to a million as fast as possible. Okay. And so. I've been in those programs now for about 12, 11, 12 years. Yep. It's been awesome. Highly encourage it for everybody. Right, right. All right. So getting into entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. I mean, you've started so many companies, you probably don't even remember the first company, honestly, or what the stress was of starting that first company. And maybe you still have the same stress levels when you're starting additional companies. I don't know. Right. But uh, what is the thing that really drives you mm -hmm. to keep doing this? Mm -hmm. What is it? I, it's, uh, that's a great question with a lot of right answers. Okay. <laughs> um, I enjoy it. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. All the problems to solve, yep. the excitement, the thrill, the adrenaline, the, yep. the highs and the lows. Mm -hmm. I, I personally get a, a, um, a fuel from yeah. that. Yep. Uh, I enjoy helping people 
And so whether with Modern Foundation, it's been their online marketing, mm -hmm. the, the ability to help people prove an ROI from yep. their online social media campaigns yep. uh, is, is really impactful. You can make a difference in people's lives. Yeah. And I enjoy making an impact, especially for the entrepreneurs, the thought leaders, the disruptors in the space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now with this Airbnb business, I see an opportunity to help people uh, get a second home yep. faster, easier than they've ever been able to do before. Right. Because the old model was you buy a home, you got a down payment, you got a mortgage and it's a huge monthly expense. Yep. Today it's a down payment and you can make money every month. Yep. So the model is completely upside down. Yeah. So allowing people to have a second place in Colorado yeah. is way easier than it's ever been. So that's that business. Right. Um, our goal is to free 10,000 people from the trap of the single home lifestyle right. um, <laughs> in 10 years. So that's that'd be fun. It's um, a much easier way to have a vacation home. Yes. People are paying for it when you're not there. Yes. And I think Minnesotans almost know that better than anyone because every single one of us has a cabin yes. that we spend 10 days a year in. Yes. And it's sitting there otherwise. Yes. Mostly unused for most people. Right. Because not everybody is taking advantage of Airbnb. Right. right? Um, but yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge expense and mm -hmm. it's something that everybody values when they have that, mm -hmm. right? All right, very cool. The other thing, um, <clears throat> while we have somebody mopping in the background here, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, the other thing uh, that I wanted to talk about uh, a little bit here, because you, one place that you inspired me, and I'm so glad you inspired me in this, because this has really been a great game changer for my life and the trajectory of my business, is um, thought leadership, is opening up, getting out there, being known, pleading your case, finding avenues to speak at, mm -hmm. finding avenues to get in front of people. Mm -hmm. That was something that I was never comfortable with, which sounds funny because I used to be a musician. Mm -hmm. So I used to spend my life on stage, but I was behind a guitar and that was my safety blanket. I was like Linus, mm -hmm. right? When I get up on a stage with just a microphone, I get very, very anxious very anxious. And I literally only remember half of what I've said. Right. And yeah. then I hope to God, I didn't say anything really bad mm -hmm. because most of the time I do mm -hmm. in those situations. <laughs> but you were telling me about these speaking engagements that you're doing and how they've impacted your business. And I went, what the heck, mm -hmm. why am I not doing that? Mm -hmm. So I know speaking has been a, a very instrumental part for you. Talk a little bit about how that's helped you and your business, why you do that, what it's done for you. Sure. Yep. I, um, uh... I, again, I feel very fortunate. Uh, my dad was a speaker, so I yep. got to see that growing up. I went to a school that required us to speak in front of the whole school <laughs> right. okay. uh, when I was growing up. And <clears throat> I really enjoy speaking. Okay. For me, it's actually one of my favorite parts of what I do. Okay. And especially as I was growing the social media business, Modern, Modern Foundation, yeah. uh, the I found it funny that people would pay me yeah. to speak to my target audience right. and then hire us to do work for them. Yeah, you're going to pay well, me to be here and you're all my customer. Yes, yeah. that's brilliant. Let's do more of that. <laughs> so um, I got uh, I had this opportunity one day where uh, I was speaking in front of about 500 people. It's one of my first larger speaking engagements. Yep. And this gal comes up to me. This is maybe 2010. Yeah. And she comes up to me and she goes, I don't know, Tyler, what you typically charge for your speaking engagements, yeah. but you did an incredible job. If you're not getting at least three grand, yeah. I mean, you're way undercharging yourself, just so you know. <laughs> and I look at her, I thought to myself, I've just been charging 150 bucks an hour. I'm 23 years old yeah. at the time. Didn't yeah. know any difference. Seemed fine. Seemed fine. Seemed normal. Seemed, oh, that's a good rate. And I thought, three grand? Well, I'd had some sales training at this point, and so yeah. I just started asking for three grand. And sure. people started saying yes. Right. And I thought, wow. Right. There's a whole opportunity here. And so, not that it's just about the money, but... No. 
Um, you know, so fast forward, I've probably averaged two to three speak engagements a month Yep. Okay. for most of the last 10 years. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, so I've spoken in front of tens of thousands of people on topics related to social media, being a young entrepreneur, yep. now cybersecurity. Yep. And, um, it's a great way to get out there. It's a yep. great way to build awareness. Uh, yep. if you do a good job, people want to hire you for their engagements right. and they want to yep. hire your companies for what you're doing. So yep. it's a great way to get connected, be seen as a thought leader, yep. help move the space. Yeah. It's super important right now. One of, one of my big kicks, and I think I mentioned this on my last podcast with Thompson as well, but is personal branding, mm -hmm. right? And um, establishing what your personal brand is and establishing that you are a thought leader in the space and that people should trust the things that you say, mm -hmm. makes it makes it so much easier to, to have people work with you. They mm -hmm. want to work with people that that they trust yes. and that they trust have the knowledge they don't have yes. necessarily, mm -hmm. right? Um, so that's an incredible space. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about, though, that I've never asked you about, the strangest thing about you with all these businesses you have is how diverse they are. Like, can we just pick a lane? <laughs> right? Like, are we going to be the are we going to be like the rent the share economy guy? Are we like how how are you able to do that? Because everything I hear says you know, that people kind of have like their specialties and that's where they go. But you've been mm -hmm. successful with all of how are you doing this? Uh, well, there's, there's a how question and there's a why question, <laughs> two very different answers. Uh, then we need both. Ma maybe to the why <laughs> question first. Um, I think a part of me, frankly, I, I get bored yeah. really easily. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, uh, for me that goes hand in hand with being a lifelong learner. Yeah. So yeah. I always need to be learning. Yep. And anytime I see, uh, something that's really challenging, I try to see it as an opportunity. My dad always said to me, Prepar uh, luck is where preparation meets opportunity. Yep. And so, um, you know, I was involved uh, in, a, in, a, in a cyber data breach back in 2007. It was one of the America's largest data breaches at the time. Okay. Uh, a system that I had uh, not personally built but was connected to had gotten breached. Uh, WikiLeaks was involved. Secret Service was involved. Whoa. You know, um, uh, I was the one who called the police and the FBI. Like, <laughs> you know, it was a bad day. I'm 21 years old. Okay. This is your High initiation stress. into cybersecurity. This is my initiation to cybersecurity. Got <laughs> um, connected to some of the top cybersecurity people in the country. Right. Yeah. So I'd already known at that point that my next business was going to be in social media. Yeah. Uh, but I always had this cybersecurity thing in the back of my mind. Right. Um, right. And then the Airbnb business, frankly, was I wanted to start a new business. Yeah. I hired an entrepreneurship intern yep. and said, look, I want to start a business. I want to break even by the end of summer, yeah. period. Yeah. So we researched different business models and figured out Airbnb seemed like an easy way to do that. Yep. So we rented an apartment downtown yep. Minneapolis, yep. Uh, made money on it yep. on the first summer, yep. uh, expanded. I think we got another one, then another three, then another four, then another three, and we just kept growing. Yeah. And now we're going to Colorado because so, yeah. I like to ski. <laughs> Um, so there's a little bit of why I yeah. get, I get bored. I enjoy it. It's solving problems. You know, um, I have mentors. My mentors frequently help remind me to focus Sure. and then I'll get further along in life if I focus, Sure. which I believe at some point though, like even with modern foundation, yep. like I'm not built to be in a company for 10 years and I started that 10 years ago. Right. And so I've been, uh, exiting for about the last 18, 24 months and feel like I'm fairly uninvolved at this point, which is really great. Yeah, it's a good place. Yeah. Um, so that's that's been good. The how, how do I do it? Um, 
it takes a lot of organization. I'm really yeah. thankful for those who have read the book Traction. Mm -hmm. To me, mm -hmm. Traction is literally the most valuable book I've probably ever read. Okay. Yep. And uh, I implemented it across all my companies. I use Trello okay. to manage it. Yep. And so uh, all the companies run Trello. Yep. All of them run level 10s. Yep. It makes it easier for us to see what is the vision. Yep. What are the quarterly rocks? Yep. Are we on pace or not? Yep. What are the issues that we need to talk about? So I have people who help run all these companies and I literally help facilitate and lead the vision. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. Organization is the only way that you could possibly get through there, right? Yes. It, it must be, I mean, it's gotta be more than just a Trello board, but it, sure, I mean, but it must be such something great, e right? Even like email systems. Yeah. I mean, people get what, hundreds of emails a day? Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, auto archiving, yep. Gmail filters yep. are lifesavers. Absolutely. I probably only get 10, yeah. 20 emails in my primary inbox a day, all my inboxes together for the different companies. If it's more than 50 emails a day, I'd be surprised. Yeah. And so yeah. that becomes manageable yeah. if you invest the time to understand how it works, how to do it right. Yeah, absolutely. What is the hash? You're in social media. So what's the hashtag right now about uh, the generation that's going for the zero inbox or something? Inbo uh, yeah, so hashtag <laughs> inbox zero. Inbox zero. Yeah, that's the big movement right now. I'm not there yet. I try to be at inbox zero every week. That's great. On all the inboxes. I would love to be there. I'm only running one business and I can't be there. So I don't know how you're doing it. Okay, we're at 20 minutes. My goal is always to keep these under 25. Mm -hmm. So we're chugging along, but I think this might be one of the last questions, okay? Advice for other would-be founders out there mm -hmm. that have an idea, that want to move forward. What is your advice to them? Sure. I, um, <clears throat> I love helping entrepreneurs. And it's a question I get a lot. Mm -hmm. And I find that just starting... Mm -hmm. Just go and make things happen. Uh, Shane, one of my mentors, he mentioned to me one day, he said, Ty, when you start a new business, I will invest in you. Yep. Just go find 10 grand. Go yep. get 10 grand in something. I don't yep. even care what it is. Yep. Go get 10 grand, find an operational focused co-founder because you're more sales minded yep. and come back to me. Yep. And so I'm a believer that that philosophy works. You yep. need someone who can complement your skills. Yep. You need... You need to just go and yeah. go get revenue. Yep. Don't don't sit and wait. Uh, a lot of people have this analysis paralysis where you just hesitate so long in, in decisions. Yeah. Sometimes just picking something and going forward yep. is one of the hardest things, yep. yet simple things yep. to 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 keep the ball moving. Yep. And you know, aim big, think bigger. Yep. Um, people, in my perspective, think way too small. Yeah. You know, we were talking. Let's go change the world. Right. Right. You know, why go for, you know, one and two and three subscribers one at a time when you can right. get 10,000 at a time. Right. Now the stories I'm hearing, you mean you right. might get 10,000 subscribers at a time here soon. <laughs> right. That sounds like fun. It'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a few more interesting challenges, but go yeah. for it. Yeah, it'll be fun. But I think along those lines as well. Yes, absolutely. Just get going. Um, but we uh, share a, a friend in Jennifer Zick. Mm -hmm. She was my first guest on the podcast. She um, had a quote um, and, and now I'm, I'm blanking on the name of, of who said this, but the quote was, do not start unless you cannot not start. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if you are going through that paralysis of analysis and you just can't jump, it's probably mm -hmm. not the right idea. Mm -hmm. Just stop. Mm -hmm. Just don't go. Right. Because I think that that's one thing that I see a lot is there's this, there's this mystique and there's this glamour to being a founder. 
when you're not a founder, founders know there's nothing glamorous <laughs> about this. No. Right. There's nothing glamorous about this right now. And frankly, the glamour is one of the least fun parts of it. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. right? But uh, from the outside, this looks amazing. Right. We must be driving Lamborghinis with champagne in our lap. We must be. Must be. There's no other logical excuse for why we would do these things, right? So quick fun story. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> My IT business yeah. I had for about four or five years. I was so good at cash flow management. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize I was losing money the whole time. <laughs> So get this. I worked about 80 hours a week on average for four or five years. Yeah. I did the math. I averaged negative $17 an hour working 80 hours a week for four years. Good for you. Yeah. That's amazing. A good entrepreneur learning lesson. That is glamorous right Expensive there. Expensive learning lesson. Yeah. I mean, it's if you have that fear, don't do it because there's going to be so many obstacles that are going to get in your way. And mm -hmm. I see a lot of people start start down a road mm -hmm. and um, they immediately come up against whatever the barrier is going to be for them. And sometimes those barriers, sometimes those walls are very high, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and impenetrable, right? Mm -hmm. And um, being able to pivot is in a very important thing to have. And if you mm -hmm. can't pivot at that time and you can't keep pushing through and making sure that you're seeing this through, mm -hmm. you're going to give up. That's the easy thing to do. We are mm -hmm. all programmed to take the easiest mm -hmm. path possible. Mm -hmm. It's just the way we're built. Mm -hmm. You got to fight that, right? And you got to push through. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's great advice. If you have a good idea, and you feel like this is something you have to do, just do it. Mm -hmm. Just do it. And it doesn't mean you have to quit your job, but just do it. Right. Get going. Go. All right. We are at time. Is there any parting thoughts that you wanted to leave anybody with here? Entrepreneurship is fun. It's awesome. And it's miserable and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> and if you, if you really go long enough... Yeah. The, the, the terrifying parts become less terrifying. So you just get used to it. Yep. Um, yep. but, uh, if you're built that way to, to change the world, if you're built and just hardwired in a way to want to start and go yep. start and go, the mm -hmm. world needs you to change the world. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think about the, where the world is going and I'm thankful that people like Elon Musk, are pushing themselves as hard as they are yep. because Elon more than anybody else is going to be somebody who can help us become a multi-planetary species. So Absolutely. we survive right. in case we accidentally kill ourselves. <laughs> right. right? Yep. And you know, when he talks about how he almost kills himself to do that, right. I'm, I, I, I have no idea what he goes through, but at this much, much, much smaller perspective, I feel those feelings and it's yep. not going to be easy. It's going to be hard, yep. but if you got the drive, go. There you go. So anybody looking for, um, to, to contact you, what's the best way to do that? Do you prefer LinkedIn messages? Do you prefer an email? What's the best way to get in contact with Tyler? Sure. Um, so I, I don't like email. I don't like voicemails. <laughs> um, so if you really want to get a hold of me, um, the long-term email I'm going to use is Tyler at Tyler Olson.net okay. and Ol Olson is O-L-S-O-N. So Tyler at Tyler Olson.net. If you want to meet up, if you want mentorship, yep. if you need to get connected to any of these companies, if you want some help, yep. you want to expand an Airbnb business, let's talk, you know? <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. All right. Well, we got to get going because I want to show you that new Ferrari that I purchased. Oh, good. Take that for a test spin. I thought it was the Porsche that you wanted. That's at home. I oh, okay. I brought the got new. It. You got the car at work. Totally, and the car at home. totally kidding. Totally kidding. <clears throat> it's not that glamorous. Someday. All right. Thanks for being on, Tyler. I really appreciate this. Thank you. All right. Bye, everybody. See you next time. So, what do you think? Pretty good, right? 
We have plenty of other episodes on our website at thefoundersmentality.com. And don't worry, you don't only have to listen to these episodes. If you prefer to watch a video, we do videotape every single episode and post them every other week on our website. Again, the web address is thefoundersmentality.com. This has been Josh Feeney. It's been an honor bringing this information and these guests to you, and I hope you continue listening. Don't forget to give us a share. Talk to you next time. Bye.